You are listening to the Pork Pals Podcast with Peter, Donna Marie and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip, people. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Pork Pals Podcast. A little bit of a different setup this week, Donna Marie. Hello. We're face to face. We're actually live this week, uh, recording over in um, my house, <laughs> basically. Peter's gap. Yeah, so uh, how are you, Donna Marie? It's weird. This is strange. We haven't this done this weird. yet. We haven't done this, and we're actually sitting talking face to face. Yeah, it's um, it's a bit of a different, it's a bit of a different vibe, all right. So used to doing it, recording it over the computer, but yeah. to be doing it live. Hope we don't get into any like um you know conversations where we don't agree, any disagreements. Why are you afraid you might lose the head and start throwing stuff? Yeah. Well, hopefully there's no sort of large objects near you. We don't normally disagree that much. No, but it'd be fun now if we did today, because like we're face to face. See you, you pox. Yeah, so if you, if there's any sudden breaks in the show, listener, and we come back a bit sheepish, that probably means we're after having a, yeah. a digging match in the back in the room here. <laughs> so uh, we hope you all enjoyed or have had a chance to listen to our Lara interview, which we released last night. Um, judging by the comments and our viewer number, our listener numbers, it's been. Fairly well received, hasn't it, pal? Yeah. It's so nice when, like, people reach out to us and tell us that they enjoyed something because it means a lot of life. At the end of the day, that's why we do it. We've said it before. That's why we yeah. do it. We do it for because we enjoy it and because we like to give good content to other people. Yeah. And, like, every time now you'd be sitting there thinking to yourself, God, I hope they think, don't think I'm a fucking idiot. But, like, then you wake up to messages like that and you're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, people like, like the, people like the honesty. Yeah, <laughs> we even had a we even had a very a celebrity message today. Oh, we did. We did. We ha- we got a celebrity message today saying that he was really enjoying uh, listening to the checking out our podcast, and that was uh, the famous Captain Kerry is now a listener. Yeah. So there you go. That was great. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. I love Captain Kerry. I have a lot to say about him this episode. So. Right. Well, let's crack on. Let's get let's get straight into it. Let's talk about Kerry then, seeing as how you've so much to say, Pat. Listen, for me, the highlight of the episode was when he turned around and said he was a bee's dick away. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, I've never heard it before. Number two, I can't wait to fucking use it. I'm dropping it. <laughs> I literally cannot wait for my kids to piss me off and then I will immediately turn around and say to them, see you, you are a bee's dick away from getting punched in the throat. Get the fuck up to the bed. I just can't wait. I love it. In fairness, it look good on the two-slur apart, you know. Me mom said she was going was a bee's dick away from getting a hiding. <laughs> because I can guarantee you, of all the things two-slur have heard, they've never heard that one before. <laughs> I love my kids. My kids know I love them, but I am that parent that's like, see you, I'll punch you in the throat or I'm going to loaf you and all that. I never do it. And my kids know I'm never going to do it. But I enjoy feeling like I might 
and threatening. In fairness, they're not even my kids, and I've threatened them a couple of times. Yeah. But I, I, I get away with it. <laughs> they're boys. Two of them are like, well, one is a teenager and one is almost a teenager. And they are just a fucking handful. I feel like a referee most of the time. So, yeah, anyway, B's dick is getting pulled out and, you know. But let's not overuse it now. Let's, vocabulary. Let's, let's not have an overuse. No, I'm probably going to overuse it now oh. for a good fucking month. Like. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll let you away with it for a while, but it will get annoying after a while. Yeah. Because you'll be yeah. just looking for an excuse to say it. I know you. You're a bee's dick away from getting punched in the throat. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. No more. No yeah. more one. No more one. <laughs> carry. Love it. Yeah. Anyway, loads to talk about this episode. Um. So while we're talking about the bee's dick away, let's talk about the deck crew. Man, he that Jared has to go. He has to go now. Quickly. I... Let's not um, have sympathy for him now. I do. I'm not going to know. I'm not going to know. Why? Because he said he had ADHD. Yeah. Fuck off. I was dying. I, I never gave the medication a chance. Well, by the looks of a pal, you're letting some other medication Look, have a chance. What I will say is, right, they were called into the bridge before they left for the dock. There was fucking diagrams. There was everything. He, they, he, like, he told them Step by step, word for word, what he wanted from them. And they didn't give it. And every part of me was sitting there saying, please don't let it be Kyle. Please don't let it be Kyle. Because I love Kyle. Don't know him, but I love him. And I want to love him. And I want him to be a highlight of the season. And it was Kyle. And I was like, fuck. And I was like putting him on my, maybe he gets fired list. <laughs> In fairness, after this week, I don't think anyone's safe. No. Nobody is safe after this week. No, I don't. I think last week we were sitting there going, oh, I reckon it could be this. But this week I'm like, it could be fucking any of them. Except yeah. for Fraser. Fraser's the, Fraser and Ben are probably the only two that I would be confident enough wouldn't get fired. Okay, work-wise, Ben, yeah. But I did not like the way Pen, Ben walked around with his big giant wooden spoon and stirred the fucking pot. Yeah, but we know, but that is Ben. That is Ben. Look at last year. Remember how far up Camille's hole he was and how much he got mixed up in that whole business with Camille and I can't even remember the other one's name. But did you see the way Fraser handled him? I yeah. Mean, brilliant. Yeah, oh yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, I know she's, like she's fiery. I know you might like. I know yeah. you probably like that. He reads him though. He he, I, he knows him well enough to know. I feel like Fraser went home after last season, and really just grew. And before he walked into this season, he read the fucking memos. Oh yeah, he understands the assignment. A hundred percent. And he is here to slay. A hundred percent. He is definitely. He's definitely upped his game. Like, even with the whole thing, like, I mean, let's, the whole thing about the bags, the bags getting left behind. And his answer was, oh, I actually gave them to Ben, but that's on me. I'm sorry. Just took it on the chin straight away, yeah. no messing. Yeah. I feel like last year, he might have possibly yeah. argued the point a little bit more, but no, just took it on the chin and then pursued it afterwards. He literally 
he's just he's able for it. He's able for it this year. He's able for fucking anything. Oh yeah, he's see it. And I'm like, if we like by the end of this season, Fraser's under the breath commentary could possibly be our favorite thing about Below Deck. Oh yeah. I mean, the way he handles it, and then when he turns away and walks away and just mutters how he really feels. I love it. But that's obviously his way of dealing with it. That now he's yeah. now he's sorted himself to the point where he's just like, okay, I can't say this back to the person, but I have to speak my truth. Yeah. And he'll get his truth out there so under his breath. The therapist was like to him, you know, just hold it in, let it out, maybe in a journal. It's like me, I say to the kids all the time, I'm like, Killian, you can think your teacher's an asshole, but you can't fucking say it. Yes. Just say it to yourself. Yeah. Say it on the inside. Laugh on the inside. Yeah. The art, the art of being a two-faced cunt. Yes. You know, you gotta learn that art. Yes. That is a fucking well-skilled art. And as someone who could probably teach the degree in being a two-faced bastard, um, I have to say it's a fucking skill that everybody should try and hone. And it's done for the betterment of everyone. Yeah. I just feel like for me, and because we've complained about it in the past, I mean, we complained about it with Toomey, we complained about it with others in the past, where they don't have that professionalism. Whereas I feel like Fraser has it. He has it. He's ready and he will deal with anything and he will do it in a very professional manner. And then he will mutter under his breath. Yeah, but even the way he handles the whole cat approaching him, yeah. Saying that's good that you've told me this now. Yeah. And not now what whatever his thoughts on the situation are, he said it's good that you told me and it's good yeah. that you approached me. So he's encouraging the dialogue. I think he's I think he's doing really well. Yeah. And he he's is. he's a, it's a sticky spot he's in now. This is not an easy one to navigate this no. argument between Especially uh, not if he's got Pat and Barbie. The death team. Doesn't help. Ben. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I.e. Ben. Meditated. Not even the deck team. It's Ben. Yeah. So, yeah. Look, look, Fraser. Bring it on. Ready. I can see Fraser being, like, long-term in Bravo. We'll say that now and we'll never see him again after this season. Yes, but... too, because I see it. I yeah. see it. I think he... I don't know. It's hard to gauge with him. You get the impression that he likes the lifestyle. Yeah. That it brings. Like he likes the Bravo lifestyle. He likes going to New York. He likes the trips. He enjoys his work, but he likes the bit on the, you know, the life that goes yeah. with the show as well. So he strikes me as the type of person who works to live. Yeah. To that point, like here, listen, more power to him. Enjoy your life, but you know, that's we're all for that. But um, so to that point, maybe, maybe we will, hopefully, because he is good. And I don't think we'd ever I don't think you'd get bored of him no. because he'll always have a new set of challenges to deal with. But look, we are yet to see what any of them are like on a night out and when there's alcohol involved. So, you know, we'll get that next oh, week. Oh, yeah. Next week. Next, next week will bring the chaos. <laughs> yeah. But let's get back to Jared because we kind of skipped over him a little okay, bit sorry. there and we kind of diverted away. The man is a disaster. Yeah. He's not fit for the role. He put the, the fucking ADHD thing pulled at my heartstrings, and now I'm like, oh god. Here, listen. I'm just, sorry for him. I know lots of people with ADHD. I know people who run their own companies with ADHD. You can't fucking stop these people working. This guy talks about getting ADHD from some sort of fucking car accident or something, and 
And uh, it means that when things are stressful, he just, you know, forgets shit. It all sounds a bit made up to me. I'm not even 100% sure he has ADHD. I think he's just a spastic. I uh, know. I don't. I mean, I see it. Because, I mean, there are some people who are ADHD and they go, like, you know, they almost thrive on work and they're so well able. But then there are others that, you know, they don't. It get they, it overwhelms them. They can't handle it. But they then he shouldn't stress. be in a role of such responsibility. That's too critical a role for somebody who, when things get stressful, he starts to miss things. I know. Because it's a detailed job. I know. And that, but then you hear, Captain Kerry was like, he's used to boats on his own where you can't see. Oh, no, you look, you're right. Okay, look, he's going to get fired. Don't get too attached on yeah. that. Yeah. Getting fired. Okay. But like he is, it. yes, he's used to smaller boats where you can see everything. And that's fine. Stick to your smaller boat. Stick yeah. to what you're capable of. You've stepped up here. You're not meeting the mark, kid. It's time to go back. Well, look, we are to see that, right? That was the first charter, the first docking. You know, you've had your warning. So if he doesn't cop on now, he's only got himself to blame. Yeah. And I think he's getting away with shit because Ben is covering his ass by getting the work done. I think there's there's cracks being papered over that Kerry hasn't realised yet. And I think he's talking a good game yeah. at crucial moments and Kerry thinks, oh, this is all sounds great. But I think when you start digging and scratching at the surface, you're going to realise he's yeah. absolutely shocking. And it's only the fact that he's got a good lead deckhand who's covering his arse. He's getting away with it. Well, look, my only hope is that, like, he's gone and Ben is going to become bosun. But Ben then needs to focus on being bosun. Well, yeah. You can't do it all. You, you can't, can't be both. You, you, bo- you can't do both and do the stews. Yeah. <laughs> or the deck team. And stir the pot at the same yeah. time. So, you know, let's see how that yeah. goes. Ben still has a little bit of growing up to do in that respect. Like, I love Ben, but he does have growing yeah. up to do in the fact that your lead deck hands, you probably, you're at a point now where you probably really shouldn't be getting involved in any sort of drama. Yeah. Like, fair enough, wet your whistle where you can. That's, like you're, you know, you're just going to do it. like. But you really can't be fucking storing the pot. We'll see. I just, I don't know. I mean, is Ben a bit predictable? Is he just going to get into this disastrous romance like he did last season? A hundred percent. But I don't think Ben is one that's going to last. Like Ben kind of gets boring after this season because he's just going to be in a lot of drama with women. Yeah. Now, in saying that, Gary's been like that for like what five to four seasons of Gary's different. sailing yacht, and he's been brought back. So who knows? Gary's but different. I do think Ben is a little bit predictable that he's just gonna get like he's now storing the pot. So that's one element of things that we would not that you could predict about him. Yeah. And now next thing will be to stick a tail on one of the female crew members. Yeah, people just get pissed off at that very quickly. As I say, like you have to have a certain personality. To get away with it. Yeah, and I'm not sure he's beloved enough, enough. No, he's not. to do it. Yeah, he's, he's kind of on the fringes. He's not quite, he's not a Luca. He's not a, he's, he's not a Gary. No Gary. Yeah, he's not that, he's not at that level. No. So, be we'll see. Be careful, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I am surprised about is the clips that we're seeing 
for next week. And I don't want to jump ahead, but my first impression of the interior was Kat and Zandi are going to be, could, could go. Kat's definitely going to go, in my opinion. Yeah. And Zandi could go because she's just a little bit away with the fairies. Mm-hmm. Barbie's head's now on the chopping block. Yeah. Like, number one, like, forget about, even forgetting about what we see in the clips for next week, which she obviously starts showing disrespect to Fraser. The whole attitude with Kat and the way she's approached this is just bad. Well, I think when I watched it up until the end, before I saw the trailer for next week, my opinion was she's a fucking workhorse. You know, she's a workhorse. She's good at what she's doing. Her and Kat personality clash. That was my opinion. But then when I saw the clip for next week, I was like, whoa. That's and I don't think that's edited bad. I don't think that's the way it's edited. You know the way sometimes yeah. things are edited. Yeah. But I'm not a hundred percent sure that it's gonna. That and I'll, I'll be shocked if it is edited. And I'll go, dang, Bravo got me because they don't normally. Because I'm normally pretty good with spotting where they've edited it yeah. to make it look a certain way. But I don't think they did in this case. No, I mean, like I like Barbie. I like her. I like her work ethic. Yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm, I haven't made my mind up on our personality yet. But I just think, like, I try not to judge their personalities until they get out. Until they get yeah. out. Well, that's what I mean. So we've, like, yet, we've yet to see that. Yeah. But yeah, up until that clip, I was like, okay, she's a workhorse. She could be Fraser's right hand woman. She could be. But then you see that trailer and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. What happened? Hmm. Then again, Zandi stepped up to the plate work-wise. Yeah. Maybe it's just a case of, um, you know, sometimes you just have to snap at someone and put them in their place and then it's over with and it's done. Yes. So that might happen. And she might not do it again. Yeah. These guys. Well, fingers crossed because I'd feel for Fraser if he lost her because... And he's left. Because, yeah. Because that's her. <laughs> like, I mean, Zandi's away with the fairies and Kat's a disaster. So, well, not a disaster, but she's very fucking slow. So, that is like, oh, she's painful. I don't don't understand cruel, but she's painful. She's painful. She's fucking painful. I mean, no episode, she was just sneaking away to have a bite to eat. She she wasn't doing that. She was moving like a fucking slot. I'm surprised she can last in the hot weather. She's such a fucking snowflake. Like, she is the epitome of a snowflake. This is it. This is what I was like today. She is the snowflake generation. Yeah. She's the one who, you know, wants to take a week off work for her mental health and shit like that. Well, let's not knock that now, pal. That shouldn't be knocked. Sometimes we all need a little time away from the front lines. Yeah, but if you and I take (laughs) a, a week off, like, if I, like, listen, I did it every fucking February. Every February for 17 years, I took a week off just to do nothing and just self-care. But I never told the job that. It was always, I'm dying with a flu. You know, yeah. a lot of times out of 10, you ring your job and you're like, I have a cold, I have a sore back, I can't come in. You don't tell them. Whereas I think this generation are like, I need a mental health day. Yeah, I think it's stepped into a day. I'm delighted that people can openly talk about mental health. I think that's fantastic. 
and that's great progression in society. However, I think some people take the piss. I think I think people take the piss because they're like, I need a mental health day. Well, no, you probably just need to go to bed earlier most of the time. You stop need to, you you stop you need to stop going on the beer the night before you go to work. Yeah. And there's probably a million other things you just need to do better in your life. You don't need a mental health day. You're just using it as an excuse. Exactly. Nail on the head. It's like we spent so long with a stigma around mental health. And now, after fighting for a very long time for it to be okay to openly discuss. Yeah, to be okay, not to be okay. Yeah, it's okay not to be okay and to talk about it. You've got this. I'm not even going to say generation because it's not them all, but you've got this group of people who don't have anxiety. Yeah. They're just having a bad day or they're not depressed. They're probably just hung over. And- there's, actually a, there's actually a term for these people. There's actually a technical phrase that embodies what these people are. Mm-hmm. Lazy, useless cunts. This is another and it's thing that, that fucking simple. This is another thing that irks me about, you know, the whole new age. It's like, I don't get paid to do that. It's not in my job description. I mean, we've all had contracts. We all have job descriptions. And we have all gone beyond our job description. We always do. I used to get up and clean the office around me, even though there was a cleaner to come in and did it every day. I still fucking did it if it got messy. I didn't care. Whereas I remember the day I was like to someone, do you mind cleaning the office? That's not my job description. It's not what I am. I'm not a cleaner. Such and such will be in. She can do it. Yeah. It's a bad attitude. It's it's not a team attitude. It's not a... People don't want to be there. No. I really feel they don't. Why are we going? We're going so far off course now. We did. We went way off because Kat is a snowflake. Yeah, she's... And she's part of that. She's part of that generation. Yeah, she is. And I just can't see her lasting long. Well, like, the thing that got me was she was running around the boat chasing after Barbie saying, you're not doing any work. Well, you're not exactly doing that and chasing around the boat after her. Imagine the amount of work she would have got done (laughs) if she just fucking... Worked even when she was telling Barbie she couldn't string a fucking sentence together. No, she's incapable, she's incapable of conversation. And that's what I'm like, does she not like confrontation? Does she not have is she not has she no people? What I just can't deal with her. And she comes across as quite um lucid in her um confessionals, yeah. She comes across like she can speak and she's well able to speak up for herself, yeah, in terms of how she's feeling, but she can't deal with people, but she can't seem to have a conversation i don't know yeah she she maybe she does just struggle with confrontation which yeah. again would feed into the whole snowflake thing now yeah. us we've no issue with confrontation no. we could probably actually do with shying away from it a bit more because <laughs> we get too involved in confrontation 100%. but you know there has to be a happy medium there yeah look i just can't i can't see her being there long i don't think she's in the right industry no, I don't think so either. Fraser said it last. Fraser, just correcting myself there in case I was calling him Fraser, because I saw him correcting people in the spelling on Fraser. Instagram. It's Fraser. Yeah. 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 Sometimes I slip and I say Fraser 
and it's not it's not a, it's er and not yeah but anyway um the chef anthony that man can cook he can cook but man, he is a fucking slow bastard. But do you think it's just down to the fact that it's Charter One and he's trying to get I think you I, know used to where everything I think, is? And... I, I do honestly think he's just trying to get used to where everything is. I think he can cook up a fucking storm. Like yeah. that was savage looking food. Although I have to say he threw out a bit of steak and mash that seemed to take over an hour when he had been cooking it already. Like, how long does it take to cook a bit of steak cook a bit of steak? He's a perfectionist. Like and the, the tiny bit of fucking tomahawk, like no, they barely I got, they barely got it, they barely got the tea at the tomahawk. I did say that I was like, that's fifty five minutes, and he's actually sending out about two mouthfuls. I'd be fucking fuming. Yeah, like those kind of tasted menus, they're supposed to be small, but the courses yeah. are supposed to it's keep long. coming. Yeah. and there's like four, or five, six courses, whatever the meal is, yeah. and basically you get every the same amount of food you would get in a standard two or three courses. I think Where I'm they at, pile it. I think I'm at 30% chance of him getting fired. 30% chance. They never like firing chefs. No. It They're has not. to be like, I mean, there hasn't been too many chefs have been fired over the years. They've usually left, or do you remember your woman that just couldn't cook? Yeah. The female chef that just couldn't cook. Yeah. And Ben had to replace her because yeah. she was absolutely she awful. Was yeah. But yeah, 30% chance. I mean, he's a great cook. I'm going to give him a pass and be like, this is just down to the fact that it's part yeah. of one. He's just come off. You know, he's just come on. He has to learn the lay of the land. He has to figure out where his shit goes and get his rhythm. We've seen everybody. We saw um, Alicia have mm. problems with yeah. diamonds. We've seen Rachel have problems with yeah. diamonds in the past. We've seen good chefs have issues with diamonds. Mm. That's not necessarily a big black mark against them. His food looks fucking cracking. I'm dying to see him on a night out because I think he could be mental. Yeah, we'll see. And he has Fraser, like, you know, kind of well, pushing him along, pushing yeah. him along, pushing him along. Which he needs to do, which is good because is he good. needs to do that. That's, yeah. that's part of his role and Fraser understands that, it's, yeah. which is important. There's just this tiny, tiny chance that he might explode <laughs> because of that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's in the background. Yeah. yeah. He might explode and that could lead to some serious issues. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see. I like him. Yeah. I'm excited for this season. I, I'm, 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 I'm into it now. I, I'm into yeah. the season. I'm happy with how things are going. I think there does need to be some changes because people are annoying me. But that's just because I just can't watch somebody perform so badly at what they're doing. It's just not in me. I'm at that stage of my life now where it's just like, no, I have no, I cannot suffer fools. Zero tolerance. I have zero tolerance zero for idiocy. Tolerance. It just doesn't fucking. It's like my Fraser, Fraser, you have me doing it now. <laughs> uh, was talking to them last week and he was like, and you know, if you don't, if we don't get on, just leave. Yeah, because I won't I be stopping you. you. And I'm like, that's the attitude. That's the way. It's like when somebody says, well, I'm thinking of leaving. Bye. Bye. See it. See it. Don't let the door hit your arse on the way out. This is not an airport. No need to fucking announce your departure. Get out. Yeah, you're gone. You know, don't pick up the white horsey telephone on your way out the door. I'd be like that. 
That's what says me. I'm thinking about leaving. Bye. Yeah. Do you want me to help you pack your bags? So yeah, no, looking forward, looking forward to next week. And uh can we just have a little chat with you at Sunburn? Oh yes. She did say she was fucking translucent. I like listen, I'm translucent myself, like nearly see through. It's like it's not even funny. It's an affliction. So I get it. Yeah. But between her being burnt and poor Kyle, I mean the back was burnt off him. Yeah. And I was sitting there saying... Well, Kyle them. should know better. He's fucking Scottish. Like, yeah. Scottish people are like Irish people. There's more translucent people than there are sallow skin. They, you, we you we don't do that. well in the heat. You just hit the nail on the head. Scottish people are like Irish people. Irish people, Irish men in particular, walk around with no fucking t-shirts on them and no sunblock. Like, yeah. no. You just get fried and then moan about it. So, Yeah. Typical. Nothing sure. I used to I used to I used to work on the roads driving vans and stuff like that. And nothing surer after a sunny Sunday around the start of the summer, Monday morning, half seven, eight o'clock, you would be looking at nothing but bright red faces and bright red arms all over the streets of Dublin. I... Because people were sitting in beer gardens. And Irish people think that you don't need sunblock. When you're in Ireland. No. They think we don't. They think sunblock is for staying and foreign countries. Yeah. They don't put sunblock on at home because like, it's fucking Ireland. Who needs sunblock here? Like a bit, uh, of, a bit of sun. Splash. Bit of sun in this country and it's t-shirt off, a bag of cans, as in beers. Yeah. And day drinking. Yeah. That's what we do. Well, there was something wrong with which we're not knocking, but you protect yourself. You can't get that protection on. Definitely not knocking day drinking. Yeah. We love day drinking. Um, I had two people knock on my door this week and they were in shorts. They were both men. And they're in shorts and I'm looking at their fucking translucent legs. And I'm like, it's a bit early. And then I'm like, it's really not. It's like 13 degrees this week. Yeah, on 13 degrees. I am almost at the stage where I'm back in shorts in the house. It's getting to that stage now where it's a toss-up now. Where If I'm going to be in for most of the day, it's like, mm. do I throw on the sweats or do I throw on the shorts? We're almost in the shorts. I have not worn a coat all week when I left the house. I've been in long sleeves, like... I had a long sleeve jumper on me yesterday, like a long sleeve t-shirt. I had a tracksuit top on me when I left the house today. So yeah, pretty light. Um, Brilliant. And just, yeah, you know, right. just in case anyone's sitting there going 14 degrees, that's fucking freezing. Not, uh, not in Ireland, it's not. Three more degrees, like bring us up to 16 degrees and that's our summer. We are yeah. walking around in shorts and t-shirts and the men are walking around with no fucking tops on and a bag of cans. So, no, it's three degrees away from summer. Yeah. Like, we've got fans that live in this country in Mayo, which might as well be fucking out of Mongolia when it comes to weather. Sorry, Specs, but... <laughs> yeah, you're right on the pimple there of the country. And you uh, you ask the likes of whore what, the, what it's like when it's 13 degrees in Mayo. Man, they're having barbecues up there. <laughs> it really is, though. Oh, 
Yeah, like that's got, and it's going to be, and you get the breeze because you're at the sea, and we all know, as your mother told you, it's yeah. not the sun, it's the breeze that'll burn you. Yeah, we're narky bastards when we get into like too much heat, like narky fucks. So yeah, I mean, sunburn to bits. Hope they recover. Here, just speaking of Kyle, did you see that fucking ass of his? <laughs> did you? <laughs> Share it on like our Instagram. Oh, it's out there. Anyone, anyone else has seen it, you gotta go and look and, and find it. It's there. What happened to his ass? And then the second picture of his oh my god, he had to have had a rubber ring or something like that for a good month. Oh, 100 percent Yeah, he was definitely like the pregnant woman going around with the rubber ring. No question. The pain, the pain through the phone. I can't imagine how he actually felt. Oh, yeah. Like, there's nothing bad. Like, you fall on your arse. It's sore. Fuck. <laughs> he definitely mattered most, like, branding yourself with a hanger. Yeah, even well, like, I mean, come on. No, definitely not. No. No. Like, <laughs> do we really want to bring up the time you went surfing down your stairs, Donna Marie? Do we want to tell the listener about the time you broke your coccyx? <laughs> Because oh. you went surfing on a mattress down your stairs. He's teaching the kids life lessons. <laughs> life lessons. You re- like for the listener, and especially fucking Irish listeners. You remember when you were a kid and you put the mattress on the stairs and used it as a slide? So I'm showing the children this. I'm like, we used to do this. <laughs> and I put the mattress on, it went down, bang, broke my coccyx. So there you go, folks. For anyone out there that is thinking about doing it, don't. don't it's do a public it. service announcement. Mattresses are much these days. Yeah, don't go on the mattress down the stairs. <laughs> and I think on that note, <laughs> we will bid you farewell. Um, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and if you haven't caught them already, catch our interviews with Lara, Jack and Lily that we've put out in the last couple of weeks. And we will see you all next week. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye.